Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Is it smart just to reach into a tree? Curse of the mummy. Oh, shoot. And you guys did scorn him. I saw. Turns out I've been chaotic evil this whole time. A small storm located entirely above this tree. Would it be unethical? Now, look, this isn't a graveyard. Every single one's a mimic. Is it authentic? I didn't think that was a thing. No? No one into that? I lied about my gluten allergy. I just didn't want to eat bread. Natural 20. Hey! Whoa! And I'm adding... So that's going to be 28. Wow. Tell me everything about these rocks. Shame. This is season two, episode 21, Long in the Tooth. MVP this week is Freaky Beaky from the Discord, who said, Thanks to Dice Shame for getting them through their 8 a.m. classes in school. Thank you, Freaky Beaky. Hope you enjoy this one too. This week, we're shouting out our friend Alex Van Ningen, who has helped us out with this episode. Curious how? You'll have to listen to find out. You can check them out at, at Phyrexian Ninja on Twitter. All right, should we play some DD? Yeah. You find yourselves heading east on the long road toward the mountains. As you travel, you come across a cairn of small rocks on the roadside that's standing not quite a foot tall. I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Low-hanging fruit. Yeah, but it was good. <laughs> She's really short, though. It's yeah. very rare that we get Karen in like a. Mm-hmm. It's a pile of rocks, but it has that haircut just on the yeah. right on top of it, just blowing slightly in the yeah. breeze. No, it's perfect. I lied about my gluten allergy. I just didn't want to eat bread. <laughs> Bring the sauce. <laughs> uh, yep. So you see this Karen. It's on the side of the road. Yeah. Red walks up and investigates. Yeah. Wonder if that's a graveyard or a. Is it more than a hundred years old? Grave. 
Well, I, I was going to ask if it was like the dwarven ones that we saw uh, that that had yeah um, the barbarian yeah ones. the barbarian Uthgard. But I thought there was also so there's the barbarian ones, but there was also in that house by the place that starts with a J, whose name I've lost. Jagger Jalanthar in that in that Jagger Jaggerford. In, behind there you're correct they did um chaos yeah. hammers troop did uh, so i guess is it more more uthgart or more dwarven or something Great else question. entirely well i rolled investigate and i rolled a 17 hmm. if that will help red you go over to investigate sorry this. no a 19 oh well oh, then oh. with a 19 <laughs> you build your own you know all there is to know about Karen. <laughs> she likes margarita Mondays and she hates her neighbor's children. <laughs> As you walk over to this Karen of Rocks for your investigation phase, <laughs> Red, there's no footprints in the snow that would indicate that this has been recently placed. In fact, there's some lichen that's grown up and over rob's absolute favorite biota i'm liking it um, <laughs> some lichen that's grown up and over these rocks that would indicate that they have been here for at least a few seasons can i decipher which type <laughs> oh what what varietal of karen yes this would appear the same thing then. to neither be a dwarven nor a barbarian burial mound hmm. it's smaller for one thing it's only about a foot and a half across at its base and there's maybe 20 to 30 rocks all told hmm. well it doesn't look like it's dwarven or barbarian like the ones we've seen before are there any like runes or anything on it or is it just not that you can see although it is covered in snow and lichen. And is it just the one that's there or looking around is there more in the area? It seems like it's just the one. Hmm. It's like right, it's like right on the side of the road. Well, I wonder if this is like, you know, when people get hit by a horse and they put up a burial <laughs> right here. You know? They put up a ghost horse? <laughs> well, they put up a yeah. some rotten flowers and a, a teddy bear. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, the part of my like real world brain is like, oh, I guess it was a kid. Yeah, but it could also here be a gnome or a goblin or a halfling or anything small, right? Like it's a different, yeah. a different set of assumptions for a fantasy world. Or a goblin kid. Do we know if there's stones? It could be a pile of uh, skulls. Could be a pile of poop. Doran reaches down and wipes away some of the snow. Oh, uh, don't touch the poop, Doran. What kind of rocks are these? Are they rocks from around here? Do you th- would I? Would I? Roll stone I, cutting. <laughs> I could. I mean, of. Any neighborhood, you would know the rocks around fucking Grey Peaks, this right? This is true. Yeah, this these are stones that were probably gathered from the woods around here. Um, okay. Although, they all look to be a fairly similar size and heft. These stones were definitely gathered with quite a purpose in mind. Then I'm going to roll my stone cunning, mm-hmm. if that's cool. Of course you See do. if these were fashioned like you know if they were made okay or if they were just found stones see if there's any tell me your secrets carvings or anything wow this episode's gonna be called that is Dice a shame n- investigates a pile of rocks natural 20 <laughs> hey whoa and i'm adding so that's gonna be 28 <laughs> wow, wow. tell me everything about these rocks 
I want the nitty gritty details. I, Joe, the DM, don't know a ton about rocks. It might surprise you to know. <laughs> but you can hear now from this geologist. Hi there. My name is Alex Benning. I have a bachelor's degree in geology, or as my wife says, a BS in rocks. The type of rocks I'd expect to see around a mountain, especially Great Peak, would be more metamorphic and igneous, but you can still find uh, sedimentary there. The rocks that I would expect are going to be nice, gabbro, diorite, rhyolite, and granite, and uh, slate. Given that this is a cairn, usually they are made of flat rocks that are easy to stack, so that makes me lean more towards slate. Fun tidbit, some rocks do have an aura. That aura is radiation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Doran, these rocks were not created for this purpose. They were indeed scavenged from the wilderness around this area. Okay. They're different kinds of stones, so it doesn't seem like they were necessarily picked because of their stone variety. Okay. <laughs> their breed of stone. They're just picked for their size. They're all slightly different. They're picked for their size, yes. Wow. If only I had that natural 20 on something that counted. Hey, this counts. Don't worry about it. Well, they're all different rocks. They're just been found, and... uh you know, they're all different kinds, just all the same size. Probably because uh, the person that was doing this was trying to build a, a pile of rocks. <laughs> so my investigation uh, tells me that, uh, yeah, nothing. Maybe it was for a pet. Somebody died here a couple of years ago. I'm going to cast Detect Magic. Mm. Yeah. Maybe they got buried with a magic necklace that we want. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this kid's got a necklace. (laughs) That's amazing. That was my mom's. How do you know it's not just a pile of like uh, stuff that's been hidden? You know, I mean, it could be valuables that have been made to look like a grave. (gasps) Treasure. It could be a sack full of hundreds from a robbery. Yeah, but they're all sequential, so you can't actually spend them. Uh Yeah. You don't you don't detect any magic, Red. Okay. Apart from all the fucking bling you guys all have on. Yeah. So, would it be uh, unethical if we uh took all the rocks off just to see what was buried there and then put all the rocks back on? Do it. Mari, Mari's deeply offended. <laughs> yeah, of course it'd be bad. Is there a headstone? Nobody's asked that. Is there a headstone or a cross or anything? No, there doesn't seem no. to be any okay. inscription. If the, if the investigating the... <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to mention there's a cross. <laughs> if that and the stone <laughs> cutting this didn't turn Catholic up... This is a Catholic Catholing. <laughs> oh. Now we can never do this. Oh. Doran, accidentally kick it over. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> when was it that you guys were, like, kicking a bunch of graves? That was when... <laughs> That was an Uthgard barbarian burial mound. Was it? Did Veranda come with us or is she like, is she still? Yeah, she's yeah, just yeah. kicking around. Yeah. She's like, this is cool. So you guys are just kind of like investigators or you're like um, geologists? I, I don't know. Like- <laughs> now, look, this isn't a graveyard. Someone died here. It's small. It's unlike the other cans we've seen. Hey. It does seem to be significant of something and it could be a significant, maybe there's an entry to a cave off in the woods. Who knows? Yeah. Speaking of which, Ravinder, have you seen, have you been up this way before? Yeah, I just, I, I just came from this direction. Well, do, do you know what this is? Like, is this, uh, do you know who's buried here? Honestly, 
rocks like this don't usually catch my attention. I'm kind of fascinated that you guys are are checking it out. In our so. defense, the GM pointed it out to us. <laughs> well, I'm an archaeologist, and I have to really stop from digging up every grave. So, <laughs> and if we hadn't listened to the GM last time, you wouldn't be here. So, well, you shut your mouth. Fair enough. <laughs> I didn't have like, this voice of God in my ear. <laughs> Doran says, "Well, I guess there's nothing." And then you, he clearly like purposefully trips and his hand just like pushes a bunch of the rocks over and like reaches Ooh. into the grave. Doran! Doran! Oh, Doran. shit. Doran. Sorry. Doran. Uh, At least cough when you do that. <laughs> Why would you do that? Doran, you knock a couple of these rocks off of the top of the cairn. Manticore. To, that's right, yes. <laughs> Curse of the mummy. Every single one's a mimic. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for initiative. No, you <laughs> reveal that underneath these top layer of stones, there's a larger stone at the bottom that has a directional arrow scratched on it, and it points into the woods. Oh, nice, Dorian. Oh, see? See? You all knock him, but he just did something real useful. See? Now here, now it's telling us where the actual grave is. It's over there. Oh, a treasure. Oh. Yeah. Does the marker look older? Like, does it have more lichen or something that makes it like, or look more weathered than the rocks on top of it? Like, was it someone trying to hide this other marker? No. Okay. Does, does it have anything to do with thieves? I can read thieves can't. It's just an arrow. Okay, just checking. Because I know th thieves can't in 100 or 200 episodes or however many episodes we got. What are we at? No, like 160. <laughs> uh, has never come up once. What can't they do? Thieves can't use thieves can't <laughs> in any way that oh, matters you know what? to a DD I don't have campaign. thieves can't. Never mind. I forgot. For some reason. You're not a rogue. Hey. So yeah, rock with arrow. So I guess it's not a grave. <laughs> and Red runs off in the direction <laughs> of the arrow. <laughs> uh, that's, that, that's what I was going to suggest. What do you guys think? Should we? And Doran starts to walk in the direction of where Red just ran. By the time everyone catches up to Red, he's standing beside the exact tree that this arrow was pointing towards. It's this massive oak tree that has a hollow in the center of its trunk. What do you think? It's probably something valuable in there. I was going to reach in, but then I thought since Doran was the one who was ballsy enough to, to push over the can and take the uh, take the scorn from Jack and Mary that he deserved to reach in. <laughs> and uh, you guys did scorn him. I saw. I scorned you too, but I didn't really want to. Well... No, go for it, Red. Reach in there and see what happens. It's a dark hole. Is it smart just to reach into a tree? Who's going to stop at him now? Red takes the tip of his bow and, like, pokes it in. Roll for it. No, I'm just kidding. Here. Oh! <laughs> oh! Hey, you you hear... I'm trying to sleep! <laughs> you hear the crunch of dead leaves. <gasps> Squirrel nest. Hello? Squirrel was here. All right, here we go. I can't, I, I can't see can't see it. Oh, yeah, yeah you're too short. Someone give him a boost. No, just tell me. Mari picks him up like a like a toddler. <laughs> oh. Then you realize how <laughs> fucking heavy he is. He's so yeah, heavy. She just yeah. topples like, over because oh she's not God. very strong. Yeah, the, by the time you try to factor in that uh, armor on him, it's uh, yeah. Like, He's a hefty little parcel. Yes, it's very dense. Red, you reach blindly into this dark hole and you uncover nothing except for some dry leaves. Huh. It doesn't seem to be anything in here except for some dry leaves. Uh, I'm going to try to take it, and I'm going to kitty claw up and, like, look in properly. 
Okay, yeah. You look inside this hole, climb up the tree and get your face right up close to it. Not my, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. (laughs) You see in the darkness, in the far wall of this hollow tree, there is another arrow scratched in the wood and it's pointing down. Hmm. Well, there's nothing here. Let's go back to the road. I'm just going to take a piss and I'll be there with you. Just kidding. (laughs) 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 Um, Hey, there's another arrow in here, but it's pointing down. Like down into the the trunk? I think it's under the tree. And Red, let's go. I think we need to dig. Well, meanwhile, Doran's like circling the tree, you know? Mm -hmm. Does he see anything while while inspecting this tree? No snow here. Do you want me to investigate? Like, there's no secret door, like, no doors or maybe holes. No, but that would be awesome. Say, Jack, would you do the honors? I can, yeah. Um, I'll be gentle. Is the tree dead or living? It's, like, partway dead. It's deliving. Um, <laughs> deliving. It's getting there. there yeah, there's, there's an opportunity to pull out the rod of the Von and Dodd, too, if we could ever guess what we think we're trying to find. But- oh, you guys should fucking play a guessing game for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> what does the rod do? You can find adamantian things within a thousand million feet. Anyways, Jack. Um, <laughs> a thousand million feet? Well, you can find Wolverine somewhere. Yeah, if you, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you were looking for Wolverine. Well, I keep feeling my, my claws hum. What the fuck is going on? Some asshole won't leave yeah. Those jerks. Uh, That's good. When everybody stands clear of the tree, Jack waves his hand and five square feet of earth carefully picks itself up from around the roots of this tree without disturbing them and piles itself next to the tree. Mm. Jack, after carefully performing this excavation, something you've done many times before, you find something buried here in the loamy earth. It appears to be a partly rotted through leather bag. Leather bag? Jack reaches out with his mind and tries to see if it's less than 10 pounds and he can sort of bring it up to float in front of us. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and places it sort of gently on the snow between the five of us. What do you think it is? You can tell Kieran, being that he is in his like doggy form, like wants to get at it because it looks like it'd be fun to run around with in his teeth. <laughs> it's probably a dead squirrel. Well, it's not magic. Uh, whatever. Red bends over and opens it up for everybody to see. Red. If this is one of those coins with the goose on it. Oh, man. That's your bet? If it's another fucking portable hole, I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say one of those m- mental uh, mm. puzzles. What are they called? A puzzle box? I think it's just going to be like somebody's really boring papers they lost. Mm. I'm going to say uh-huh. it's 50 gold and a ring that has minor magical properties. Mm. Goblin treasure map. All right. (laughs) Red, you empty this leather bag out onto the snow and you find a grisly collection. At least 40 assorted teeth from a variety of humanoids and a tangle of hair, different lengths and colors. Mm. Do I recognize this? Not personally. Red worked for an assassin's guild for a long time that would often leave like contracts and payments and proof of said contracts in various places. Mm. No, it doesn't speak to you as that. Hmm. Well, I'd say we're all losers here. Red picks up a tooth. Yeah, it doesn't seem very valuable. 
does Jack recognize any any sort of this either out of like a historical or or arcane context of why someone might put together this kind of ritual pouch full of maybe it's religious? I mean, you can definitely think of a number of different spells that would use teeth as components. Mm. As far as the actual use of this bag, it could be anything. Gotcha. It's definitely pretty gross to behold. Some of these teeth, now that you're taking a longer look at it. Yeah. Oh, Red's like holding them too. He's like picking them up and moving them around. I was going to say, Doran's like putting them side by side to see if they're like from the same creature or yeah. and yeah. then same with the hair, kind of separating the hair. Mm-hmm. So different sizes, different colors. Yeah, they they commonly seem to be front teeth, not a lot of molars. Oh, interesting. I don't like this. Do they seem human? Some of them are human. You also note when looking at the hair that most of these pieces of hair seem to have been cut, not pulled out. Mm. Interesting. I'm guessing the teeth still have their roots. Some of them do. Oh. What the hell's around here? Uh, Veranda, you've traveled a little bit back and forth. Ladwater is, what, a day away? And the next town is two. Is there anything closer? A, a couple of settlements, uh, just farms mostly. Nothing really remarkable. I don't believe I've ever stopped in. No, I haven't. I mean, this is something that had a can, and I mean, this isn't just a random burial. This has directions associated with it. That speaks to some sort of odd magic, doesn't it? Magic users? Would it be used to it worth doing an arcana check? Yeah, you could do an arcana check. To me, this speaks to like ritual payment or some yeah. weird thing like that. You know what I mean? Like uh, hags. Maybe it's like someone that's doing it for religious reasons. Fun. I rolled a nat 20. Hey! hey! So that's a 30. Hell <laughs> nice. yeah, dude. Nice. You know all the arcana. You're not familiar with the means of casting some of these spells, though you have heard of their use, you would imagine that teeth and hair like these could be used to bind people to your will, to scry on them. This is a dark pouch. Mm -hmm. Someone took these items from people, willing or unwilling, to control them or manipulate them in some way yeah mari does not want to touch any of the stuff that's in there she's just keeping because yeah it just it just feels the magic feels wrong what's wrong mari you look scared these objects are used for things like binding or for controlling someone so whether this was taken forcefully or things like that i like this is this is something dark like dark magic and she she looks over at Veranda and is like, hey, can I see your teeth for a second? Just gives her a big smile. Veranda's got all her pearly whites. Okay, Joink. <laughs> <laughs> I got to start a collection of my own. Watch this. I'm way behind. <laughs> it's a real twist here. Turns out I've been chaotic evil this whole time. Can I, can I roll medicine on the hair to see how old it is? Or perhaps the teeth. The teeth, know. for sure. The hair, not so much. Sure. The go, teeth go ahead. Yeah. Ooh, that's a 19 plus 3. 22. We're nice. rolling well. This is such an important episode for <laughs> all of you to be I investigating <laughs> rocks and learning about teeth. I roll my first nat 20 and I, I yeah. roll it for an arcana check where it's sort of like, well, you sort of vaguely know what's happening. <laughs> weird, <laughs> evil, dark stuff. That, that yeah. turns out it's weird, evil, and dark. 
(laughs) The newest tooth still has some decaying flesh dangling at the very bottom of it. It's probably about six months old. Some of these teeth may be 10 years, showing yellow and dirt stains. So Red holds the youngest tooth, as in the newest tooth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he says, I don't know. I mean, I'm with you, Maori. This obviously looks like it's dark shit, but if it's used to control people, well, hell, this one looks like it could have been pulled out six months ago. If there are small villages nearby that might be under someone's spell or control, it might be worth taking this and trying to look into who might be hurting them. And Red puts the tooth away and ties up the bag. If it's that new, it's certainly newer than the stones that have been here for a while, enough to grow moss and lichen and stuff on them. That's... Yeah. Means this might be a more frequent uh, visiting place. Well, look, there's a few options that we could do here. One would be to try to find out where these belong to or come to. One would just be to hold on to them and, and see if anything happens. Another would be to do something here, you know, a trap. A trap? Yeah. Well, you know, like you put a bomb under the ground. <laughs> I think if we took them, that might set off any alarms if we do intend to investigate. Right. However, if we don't intend to investigate, I'd suggest that we take them so that whatever evil magic this is being used for, hopefully it stops. I mean, I'd suggest we do throw in a fire next time we build one. I don't know. That could hurt or or help, maybe, but... Yeah. I mean, who knows? It could could burn the person they were taken from. Oh, I didn't think that was a thing. Okay. Yeah, good point. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we could build a deadfall here <laughs> where, <laughs> where whoever comes here unsuspecting will just fall onto poison spikes and die. <laughs> or just a Which, really deep hole. No? No one into that? Them. I feel like just randomly po- like making poison stake traps is kind of similar to just putting landmines in the forest. <laughs> I, you know, I think it's, yeah. like it's kind exactly of a war similar crime. to that. <laughs> anyway, regardless... Um, Red takes them and puts them in the bag of holding. Huh. Uh, and you know what? He'll do primeval awareness. I can sense within five miles if there are any humanoids. Maybe I can get a small congregation of them nearby. I mean, mm. cultists. You detect one humanoid, and as you access these primeval instincts, you recognize that they are coming down the road towards you. Perfect. Well, I haven't told you yet. Well, I don't know this, so you say it first. <laughs> I reckon I... Uh, there's somebody, uh, a humanoid. Uh, they seem to be coming down the road towards us. <gasps> Perfect. I mean, it could just be a passerby, but maybe luck is with us today. Should we cover this back up and get into an ambush position? Mm. I'd recommend that you at least move that dirt back. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. we're not, not going to be able to make it snow again, but Jack waves his hand and the the five cubic feet of earth carefully pick itself back up and go nestle around the roots of the tree. Mm-hmm. I can make it snow again. As I say, and then Doran comes back and he's like covered and he's just been rolling around in the snow. He kind of shakes himself off over top of the dirt patch. Red casts uh, Winter's Howl. It, it casts a sleet storm effect. On a five by five. <laughs> <laughs> no, in like a 20 foot radius. Just a storm They're all just getting pummeled by sleet. A small storm located entirely above the How street. much damage does everyone take? <laughs> I'm just teasing. No, but I can also turn water to ice, which is what snow is. So Slow down, slugger. I, I did yeah, not just... come here for science. <laughs> Nerds. did come here for rock facts. Yeah, I came here. Geology. I think Doran just brushes snow on top of the dirt. Sure, sure, sure. Here, here. There, there. It looks natural. Quick. Let's go hide. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not good at hiding. I'll follow Doran. And uh, Doran and Jack kind of look at each other. I was I was hoping there'd be like a you know one of them good hiding spells. We've got to cover our tracks too. It can't it can't look like we just wandered in here. Shit. Oh, and the cairn. Shit. Mari uses druid craft to like use a little, make a little breeze that blows away the tracks. Whoever wants to be in charge of covering your tracks, make a survival check to see how good you do. I'll do it. I'm going to suggest Jack and I run back to the road and see who the person is from the other side of the road and follow them in while you guys stand by. The sneakiest ones. And that way I can pile the rocks back up on the cairn. There wasn't anyone following me for three days. And <laughs> now there is. Ka-chunk. So ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Uh-huh. I'll roll survival. To cover up all of our tracks, uh, you two go get the can. Quickly, Mary, you and me climb this tree. Veranda, you climb that tree. I want Doran to, to make Jack into like a snowman to disguise I roll a natural hey. one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but that's still eight to cover up the tracks. He's made and snow angels fails. to cover yeah. everything up. I made so many more tracks trying to cover yes, up his tracks. Yeah, Red, you do a great job of covering up the party's tracks, but you make like twice as many. It's impossible to know what happened here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on that sense, you did cover it, just it up. It obfuscates You're it. like yeah, absolute yeah, yeah. The positive chaos. thing is it looks like there's been like uh, a pack of wolves that ran through here as opposed to a group of there's people. There's been combat here. Maria, Mari, Mari grabs um, Veranda and, and boosts her up into the tree because she's like Perfect. three times her height. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, Jack has never been more certain that whoever's coming down that road is going to hurt us. Everyone get ready. <laughs> Dorn and Jack hurry back and pile back up the cairn. So it's, and, then, yeah. and then they stand across the road, maybe behind a couple of trees. Mm-hmm. Let's sure. just stay quiet. After just another minute, a small shape comes into view on the road, and you hear a whistling coming from the distance. It's a menacing tune. Did you hear that? Mari whistling in the distance. Fucking hags, man. The shape reveals itself to be a dwarven traveler carrying behind him a two-wheeled cart that he's dragging with two poles. And he's whistling a jaunty tune as he drags this cart along behind him in the snow. He catches sight of Jack and Doran on the road and waves, and you can tell he picks up his feet a little bit more. Well, they got us. (laughs) (laughs) We're fucked. Doran recognizes that it's a dwarf and just grabs Jack, pulls him out, and we both approach him. Well, hello! Meanwhile, Red and Mari are in a tree and like, this is gonna be so bloody and so violent. Mari boosts up Veranda, but then she's not very strong and she also just can't really like get the full strength together. She's just standing on the ground. <laughs> You're dead unless you get behind a tree. You're fucking she's dead. Like, like somebody at like like a like a school gym day. Red like reaches down and tries to help you, but uh, he's also not very strong. <laughs> <laughs> that new armor, it's weighing you down. Between the two of us. We can do it. Yeah, you're just trying to do pull-ups, and she's just she's just remembering like school days where they'd make you go into the woods and try to pull yourself up a tree, and she'd get yeah. Teased. And as you pull red, he falls out of the tree, like <laughs> a big kerfuffle. Oh God! Oh, there's so many tracks. Did you do these? How did I get your hair in my mouth? I don't know how I get your wet hair all over me. No, is that is that the hair from the bag? Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Teeth are rattling. 
Doran, a familiar voice calls out to you. Oh! Oh, if it isn't... Is that Doran Ironfist? Oh my goodness, by the power of Moradin. By Moradin's beard. Oh my goodness. This is Jolgas Stoneslam, a distant third cousin of yours, Doran. Jolgas! Doran! It's been an age and a half. It really has. Look at you. How you doing, old friend? He drops the cart and sort of gives his shoulders a roll, you know, bringing the blood back into his muscles. And then he reaches out and grabs you around the shoulders and brings you in for a side hug. Mari, I hear them on the road. They must be engaged on the road in battle. Quickly, quickly. We must run and help them. He, he, uh, I imagine like Red like, like takes off and Mari's just sort of like, like trying to get Miranda down still because <laughs> she's still in the tree and she's panicking just like oh my god I'm gonna die we're all gonna die we're all gonna die I'm gonna fire blindly at it don't worry I'll get them help me get the stick Joel, Joel, Joel Gass stands in front of me and Doran grabs his shoulders and massages them really roughly as well and then brings him in for a big embraceful hug you know Oh, it's been a long time, and it is good to see you. Fancy meeting you out on the road! Of, of all the places. Of all places, indeed. Where are you at? Well, going home, I suppose. Well... How many years has it been? Hey! Uh, th- th- this is my call, my friend. My friend, Jack. Jack! Hey, Jack Page. Jolgus! Jolgus Stone Slam! And he, like, throws himself against your legs and kind of gives you a weird hug. Nice to meet you, Jolgus. I'll give him a weird hug, too, because, you know, you gotta do it. And Doran bursts in laughter. Uh, he nearly pushes Jack over. <laughs> they don't call him Stone Slam for nothing. <laughs> no! Wow. Right. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> What's going on? They must have cast laughing on somebody. I hear Doran laughing madly! So how do you guys know each other? Well, this is my long-lost cousin. Well, not long-lost. I'm, I guess I'm the long-lost one. <laughs> That's what they've been saying about you. Oh. Where's Doran? How come oh. he's never around? Oh, I bet they are. You're in for it, I tell you. <laughs> and the three of us oh. burst onto the road to see this weird sight. Mm-hmm. What the hell's going on? Is this a hag? Oh. More friends of yours? Yes, yes, more friends of mine. Hey. This is my friend Red. Best friend, thank you very much. Well, yeah, yes, yes, my best friend Red, and and my best friend Jack, and my other best friend Mary. Mary and uh, <laughs> Veranda. Verando, wait. Hi. Yes, who we only just met, but holding the stick. <laughs> um, this is Joel Gas Stone Slam. Has Doran never told you about me, the infamous traveling Joel Gas? Uh, well, none of you. Uh, no, I haven't. I'm, I'm, I haven't told them much about me at all. <laughs> I'm a relatively recent addition, so... What, what are you infamous for? Infamous for my wares, of course. Whoa, a merchant. Gestures to the cart behind him and says, uh, I mean, I can't promise you any family pricing, Doran, but if you're interested in taking a look... You're still doing the stone, all the stone and the, and the iron bowls and the iron plates no, and the stone no, plates no, no. and stone bowls and stone forks and stone knives. No. And stone, no? No. They all go well with bland stew. Oh, 
So you've heard about the stew? We have. We've Don't, heard about the stew. We're I dying told to about try the it. Stew just just last it, week. I mean, I feel like it would be an oxymoron to have any sort of hubbub about the bland stew. If anything, the bland stew should be forgotten because <laughs> that's sort of the whole point, right? Oh. It is kind of like a weird idiosyncrasy. Yeah. But you can't so forget the bland stew. To have any talk about the bland stew seems very anti-bland stew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to be underwhelmed. You no, know, I really miss that stew. No, you can't miss it if you miss it then it's besides the point (laughs) but that doesn't mean that that the dwarven word for bland translates to the common word for bland one for one there could be some (laughs) he's using the common word lad (laughs) joel guys what brings you to these parts are you headed back to scarborough well truth be told doran there's trouble brewing in scarborough what kind of trouble there's been a lot of sightings of giants Hmm. people are saying that it's going to be really Dangerous. Well, I'm not surprised. That's actually what brings us to the area. You see, I left, uh, well, as you know, I've left a long time ago. But in my travels, I, I came across these two. And then her. Um, and, then, and then her. And I'm pointing around at all our companions. Now, I don't think the halfling is going to stick with us unless you want to, Veranda. Yeah, speaking <coughs> of Mr. Ware's uh, brother, stuff like that, what do you think about teeth me oh yeah oh like teeth? Yeah, no it's I definitely it's definitely yeah, like not teeth. him it's uh, definitely what about not front him right teeth huh? what about hair you like hair yeah i love my hair yeah you better love you it's not him ray it's not him but we'll ask you about that after listen while i have a captive audience here on the road i'd love to show you the stuff that i have for sale if i may doran sure i mean what the hell doran it is your cousin into, like, some multi-level marketing thing or something? It's all essential oils. <laughs> yeah. You need rock root. If you start selling it yourself, then I will just take a small cut. And then if you host a Tupperware party, and this then This is I, a mountain ski. And you get your friends to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. Oh, oh, my God. Inspiration. Thank you. Yeah. This game is pretty good. Yeah. The dwarves. Um, yeah, it's Lula Lauren. It's, it's, it's really yeah. more of a calling. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And he unfolds this this cart, and shaking around in the back are a number of different treasures that he puts out on a shelf to to show you all. Uh, if you're interested, I can tell you about what these items are. I mean, what sure. are they? If he's got cool shit, I'm always oh, into yeah. cool shit. Are you kidding? I'm a tabaxi. So he's got a wicker cage. That Done. I will buy it. <laughs> it matters not the cost. Within the wicker cage, there is a rat that looks, for all intents and purposes, mundane, except for the fact that it is entirely bright orange. Sir, I will buy your rat. Ah, but this is no ordinary rat. You've made the sale. <laughs> Give me the rat. How much? 25 gold. Done. Red reaches into the bag and hands it. And takes the wicked cage. Puts the rat just in the in the bag hole. I want to I want to try to go as long as possible without knowing what this rat does. All right. <laughs> Good. <laughs> It's There's just a rat. also. I mean, that's funny, though, right? It. This has got to do something cool that we're going to find it at some random point. The rat's got a gun. I will name you Stevie. <laughs> Stevie the orange rat. Very good. Um, also for sale, we have a 
jade locket. It's a lovely piece. Um, it's inscribed with the dwarven rune for want. Mm. There's also a rolled up piece of parchment Ooh. that is um, secured in a scroll tube. I'll have that. <laughs> Mine. And a key whose handle is shaped like the prongs of a fire poker and covered in ash residue. Oh, that's cold. Oh, you're interested in this scroll, my friend. Perhaps you would like to feast your eyes on this. And he pulls the stopper out of the scroll tube and unfurls a fragment of a map. Ooh. He shows it to you just for a moment before rolling it back up, but you spy some desert little mountain action. And he says, it shows the location of a long buried cavern of treasure. I have a very keen mind and I can reproduce anything in perfect detail that I have seen in the last month Don't or so. Don't be that guy. And Don't rip off a poor peddler of Doran's family. <laughs> you could, technically, yeah. He showed you just for a moment, thinking you are a mere half-elf. Right. And not Jack Page of Waterdeep. The House of Wands. Is it authentic? Like, I, I was looking at the map, and I can see I can see here, you know, there's there's this case. Like, I've got a little illusion of it up, and I'm sort of going through the details. But on the back, you know, this sort of map has usually got a, a signature from the, the cartographer, something that would prove it's, you know, I, I as, a, as a piece, I'll take it. Uh, what, are, what are you asking for? Ten gold. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? Throw in the key, and I'll give you 15. Hmm. All right, done. What's the key for? I don't know. Not you. I'm asking Joel Gas. <laughs> I don't know either. And oh, that's damn why it. I like that key too. Good purchase. Why... <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why I'll give it to you as a deal. Yeah, that key's cool. All right. Wait, what's the last thing you're offering again? It's a jade locket. Yeah, I'll buy it. It's called the... Oh. Doesn't matter. I'll take it. <laughs> all right. What does it do? Oh, I don't... Mr. Tabaxi seems to know all about the magic items <laughs> in my cart. Are you so. being racist on me? Are you just fucking racist? Don't, don't, don't judge like me the, based on like my the, race. Like the cat. Look, I just like this rat. Sees a shiny object and has to have it. You know what? No sale. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> Take it back. No, not canonically. I'm just joshing. I'm, I'm just Joel gossing. All right. All right. Fine. <laughs> Tell me about the locket then. Once per day, looking into this locket will show you your truest, deepest desire. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. That's awesome. How much? 25 gold. Done. And I give him 25 gold. And then I take the locket and I turn to Mari and I say, Mari, this is for you. Aww. I think Thank it would you. look so nice on you and also, ah. You know, let me know what your deepest desires are. That sounds real nice. The lovely green color. I mean, that's a very intimate thing to ask someone who you've... <laughs> well, I, it's in a nice red way, obviously. And as Red is packaging up this locket for Mari or holding it up to her neck, whatever, helping her get into it, Joel Gas is packing up his caravan of goods. He turns to you, Doran, with a serious look on his face. And he says... Oh, and, uh, Doran, before I forget, please give my regards to your mother. Oh. Didn't, didn't you know? She's dying, Doran. Thank you, 
you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Alexander, Artistic Witch, Brian Blass, Brianna Weber, Michael Weber, Brain Marie, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Creature, Cytosine, Daniel, Elizabeth H, Glory, Doug, Kirsten Wolf, Haley, Heather Nichols, KR, Lars Lasagna, Lita J, Lorelai Feldman, Last Ruth on the left, Lost with Two Faces, Marimo, Melissa, Moss, Matilda Rushing, Matt Wordberry, Merlin, Michelle Khan, Tama Konatsa, Reagan, Shadowhaven, Sky, Terra, Tony Pepperoni, Trapper 939, and Tyler Fowler. Woo! Thank you so much! Oh. Have you had much uh, running with giants before these two? Well, yes, unfortunately. They're throughout the fucking mountains. <laughs> Let me take that again. I hear you. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.